Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 444th episode, Triple Fours, of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, and I'm here today with my benevolent co-host. We've got the man, the myth, the legend, R-Sigma. Howdy. And we've also got uh, the newcomer, P. McGee. Hello as well. And welcome to this podcast. We are recording this live on Twitch, just so everybody's aware. Um, but welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that I came up with in 2007. And people don't let me change, uh, myself included. <laughs> uh, we talk about we talk about everything from the video game to the trading card game and everything in between. Today's definitely video game day, though. Like this is this is video game day, hands down, video game. So. Uh, so without further ado, though, um, we've got these uh, wonderful co-hosts, and I just want to know what they've been up to lately in Pokemon and how things are chilling. So Sigma, how's things? How's things going? Hatching a lot of eggs. Hatching, Hatching a lot, a lot of <laughs> because those HA starters came out. Yeah, uh, and some other news from the dire- the uh, new trailer also made it like, yeah, you you should probably breed things now because you can do that. Oh yeah, because the GMAC, the like the yeah. GMAC soup, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that a bit more later. But they they confirmed a lot of crazy stuff in that trailer, which was really nice. But now it's like, oh, so my breeding things mean something again. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Weren't you the one that got like a a hidden shine or, a, or was a shiny starter, but not the hidden ability after like twenty eggs? Was that you? It's happened twice. It's happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> On different starters. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. At least it's not the same one, because then you'd be, like, super frustrated. I I mean, when I was first playing the game and breeding, like, a Grookey for the Pokedex, I actually hatched a Shiny as well at that yeah. point. So I, I've, I've got two Shiny Grookeys, neither are AJs right now. No, so. no, no, no. Oh, I mean, that's nice. That's nice. You could you could wonder trade those. <laughs> <laughs> so give like some give somebody uh some give somebody a really nice uh nice present there. Mm-hmm. I honestly honestly just this gen I'm just really disappointed with shiny hunting in general because it just boils down to Masuda method, mm-hmm. and I, I really I really hate that. I just really hate that. Yeah, hopefully they fix the uh, KO method because like it's not it has nothing to do with uh what's what's the thing? it has nothing to do with you know, going out and trying to do anything like semi-skill based, like a mini game kind of like, like Dexnav, I think is like peak shiny hunting. Dexnav is just really cool. And it's a really cool concept, but I, I'm really upset that like, it's just like, yeah, knock out 500 Pokemon. But by the way, the code's broken. <laughs> so uh, that's, it's just frustrating. Like, I really wish there was like a cool shiny hunting method. I think SOS was horrible too. 
Yeah, not a fan of that much. Yeah, I, I, it was better than this. I'll say that much. Like, it was better than this. Because, like, at least there were some, like, ways you could optimize it and play around with it. But with that, with, with just knockout 500 Pokemon, like, that's not fun. I'm going to do that anyway. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. We're going to go around. We're going to grind. And, like, there you go. But that's just me. What about you, P. Mickey? What you been up to? Um, so in the Pokemon stuff, it's been a little quiet lately. I mean, I've been kind of doing a lot of theory crafting for competitive stuff for when Isle of Armor drops. Um, I know we'll mm, talk about it more yeah. when that starts, but, uh, there's a lot of things I'm really excited about seeing. I'm really happy that hidden ability starters are here because Cinderace is obviously just a new version of Greninja and that's fun playing with. I think it's a little bit better than Greninja, just like in terms of balance, not, not like yeah. it's a better Pokemon. Cause I think Greninja is a better Pokemon. Um, but I think in terms of balance, I just, I don't think Cinderace's coverage pool is as extensive as Greninja's not and is no. crazy. Yeah. I mean, it gets iron head. That's kind of cool. It's nice. It gets Dynamax. Yeah. Yeah. It's a scary Dynamax where it can hit all of its Dynamax. Yeah. Moves that's true. Stab. That's true. That's that's the crazy thing. So you can throw out whatever it wants. You could do the same thing if like Greninja was put back into the game. Well, yeah, of course. And I sure I'm sure that will happen at some point. Like Greninja's coming back at some point. I think everybody's coming back at some point. I mean, Greninja has a higher chance than others, right? Because yeah, it's the number one Pokemon, right? <laughs> it was the number one Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like you would think that would give it some a better better odds at showing back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's largely been it. I mean, I, I I haven't really sat down to do the breeding. I'm too lazy for that. But yeah. I'm I'm very excited to be playing that in a couple of weeks. It'll be nice to have a little bit extra story to play and see how that pans out. Yeah, I'm 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 happy with that because I really want to see how that goes in general. Like, I just want to see how that goes. It looks like it's going to be more extensive only because there's like really cool little cutscenes between characters. And I mean, I should save mm-hmm. this for the topic, but um, and it just gives me a little bit more hope. And, and I'll, I'll reiterate that again later with probably more detail. But it, I I am more hopeful about this DLC after this week. I'm much more hopeful and I'm also hopeful that we'll get more. I just think they, I think they really love doing this and they'll, they'll probably do another one. It's like, oh, yeah. my question is like, why not both next year? Like why not a new game and DLC? Like make me give you $90. <laughs> like I I'll do it. I'll do it. My, my, my problem's never been price tag with, with PK, with uh TPCI. Everybody has like price tag issues with them. I'm like, I have no price tag issues. <laughs> <laughs> no price tag issues. Uh, myself, I've been, uh, I've been working on a few things. Um, I haven't started the Pokemon Go thing, which makes me really sad because, like, we had that special research that came out with oh, all the yeah. Galarians. And uh, so, so I have both. It's special, though. At least it's special. Yeah. You get walled real hard by the second star. Yeah. I know you get, yeah. I know you get like 15, hatch 15 eggs. And so, hatch 15, and 15 raids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good wall. It, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice wall. wall. Yeah. I, I'm okay with it though. Like I like special research. It gives you something to, like aim for. Like oh, I guess I should do this raid, even though it's a one star and I have it already. I, I I don't mind that kind of stuff. Like I really really like doing all of those crazy things. Like I I really really like doing it. So I I hope that's the uh, that's the way it's handled in the near future. But I I mean anyway, just give me more. I, I'm hoping Manaphy comes out this year. But I've heard nice. I've heard things that it won't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's just like the Pokemon Go community being like really angry at Niantic uh, or if it's just me or it's just like it's an actual thing because the Pokemon Go community just like really hates Niantic. They they really hate because the game has changed in the past year, I would say. I mean, community well, days, yeah, yeah. community days are worse. Research boxes are worse. And like both those things are like absolutely awful. They're they're charging money to do the like extra money to do the remote raids. I'm very confused why remote raid passes have to be their own thing. 
Yeah. And we can't just use the same premium pass to do it. The good news well, is uh, remote raids with friends are coming soon, I think, uh, which is I, I mean, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I was going to say that that kind of like makes the remote raids even more confusing. And we'll talk about that in the news. Yeah. Like, you don't you don't need the remote raid pass for that new feature they're adding. So that's even more confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what so the, what's really going on? That's so confusing. So I guess if you're at home and you just you see a two star raid you really want to do, but you don't want to get out of bed. Like, yeah. It's like the one the one time. Yeah. No, I I absolutely agree. I don't know what's going on going on with that now. That's that's crazy. I I just want to I just want to go raid with you guys because and like we live across the country. Like all of us are all over the place, and so mm-hmm. like because I know Sigma and I play. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for this. I, I think that's a very good feature. Yeah, it, they should I'm add excited. it. I, I hope they do. So, uh, without further ado to milk this segment, uh, let's cut it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. There's a lot of things in the news this week. This was a big week, actually. I was yeah, very, was very was big like, week. This is an intense and big week. So we're going to jump right into it. The Wild Area event is shifted. What? And it'll be featuring many GMAX Pokemon from June 2nd to June 29th. It's pretty much like everything. <laughs> uh, everything except like the last three weeks. Of I, yeah, I think it's like, I think it's every, it's almost everything. It's literally almost None everything. None of the garbage. None of the garbage. Yeah. Garbage so in, uh, in Sword, you can get Snorlax, Gengar, Kingler, Lapras, Garbodor, Corviknight, Appleton, Toxtricity, Amped, Scented Scorch, All Creamy, Grimmsnarl, and Raldon. In Shield, it's Snorlax, Charizard, Butterfree, Machamp, Orbeetle, Dreadnought, Colossal, Flapple, Sanaconda, Toxtricity, Loki, Hatterene, and Kafarage. Uh, what's cool about this is that the uh, version exclusives are swapped. So yeah. Sword has access to Lapras and Gengar, which usually it wouldn't in Appleton. Oh, nice. That's I nice. I, I, they've been handling these like raid events very well, in my opinion. Like This is the one thing where it's just like Pokemon is doing a very good job. It's been actively shifting, and I appreciate yeah. that. I like that it that the support for it hasn't really dropped off either. It's like every month, yeah, here's something. And I'm sure it's just like a couple of buttons they've got to flip on a server. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I, I mean, it's very much appreciated that they have that one guy that's flipping the buttons on the server. I am I'm very curious on what's going to start happening with the next seasons now that we have like access to all of mm-hmm. the GMAC, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this is cool. And if you've missed anything so far, too, it's really a great way to catch up as well, because I, I, I guess we're missing Butterfree, right? No, Butterfree's in Shield. Never mind. I lied. <laughs> I was going to say, does it matter? Nope. It's a common <laughs> one. I wouldn't be too upset about no that. no no i i'm okay with it like especially with us being where we have been and like we've mm-hmm. caught all of these already uh, i'm glad that other people can get the chance to do that though if they've already missed them or something like instead of like grinding the one great though the one den to like try to get it oh, is it, such a pain it, who's gonna be green i'll be green. i can be green oh sigma can be green yeah okay go for it all right so, Shadow released this week where the hidden ability starters finally for Galar. Was it a Shadow release, though? I kind they, of. Didn't I mean, they it say it in the trailer? Happened. Or no? It definitely wasn't in the trailer. I'm just so tied into the Pokemon community that I didn't realize that it was a separate thing, that it was in a separate announcement. <laughs> it was on the website. But I was so plugged was... in that day, so I, I didn't realize. It all blurred together. Yeah, it was It was kind of out of nowhere, but you can get your Liberos in 
uh, Liberos Gorbunny, as well as like Sniper Sobble and Grassy Surge Gurky. Two of those are good. I think all of them aren't bad. Like Snipe Shot, if you give, um, what is it? The, uh, oh God, what's that thing that, uh, that increases crit rate? What's that item um, called? Or the uh, Scope Lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you give Scope Lens to, um, Snipe Shot, what is it? Snipe Shot Inteleon, he has like a 50% chance of doing 225% damage. That's great. So that's yeah. not bad. But you could also just run Togekiss, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there's better Pokemon than Inteleon. There's definitely Inteleon better Pokemon. Inteleon might have a, he might have a different place in like OU metagame stuff or not. OU. He'll have a niche in gen nine when they only bring him back and not Incineroar. (laughs) That's that'll be what happens. He he is by far the least exciting of the three. Yeah. I mean, there's always one that's really, yeah, there's just always one that's like not great. There's just uh, out of the three, because even like if you look back at gens, I mean, gen six was just bad. Um, uh, outside of protein, one, yeah. except for protein. I mean, magician Delphox, like who cares? <laughs> Bullet, bru- bulletproof, uh, bulletproof chestnuts, not bad. And gen seven, you got intimidate and Cineroar, And then I don't even know. Poplios is garbage. No, liquid but, voice is finding some use. Not as bad as Decidueye. Not as bad as Decidueye with long reach. That's true. Yeah. Long reach Decidueye is like, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's real dumb. Modern starter. Of yeah. The modern starters. It's very dumb. It's been interesting seeing Rillaboom get so much better over the last few months because he was definitely not very popular of the starters in the beginning, and now like, yeah. he's got now he's got Grassy Surge and he's getting Grassy Glide soon, and that's going to be making him pretty interesting when he has priority Grass Attack. To so be fair, for me, it's just very uh, it, it's there. The three of them just in general had to grow on me. Like I yeah. I didn't like them for like the first month and a half. I thought well, they you said it before. Horrible. Like you, you need like a, a phase for a Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon no, no. Video. I think I I stand by that theory. Like mm-hmm. I hardcore stand by that theory. Every Pokemon needs to have like a period where you solidify it. Oh yeah, that's a Pokemon, and mm-hmm. it, it that process is sped up by having other already Pokemon be in the same game as them. <laughs> Looking at you, Gen Five. <laughs> Looking at you, Gen Five. <laughs> I, I hands down think that's an issue. I think that's that was the only issue with Gen 5 was they were just like, yeah, nobody else is here. And they didn't tell you about the post game, like in the marketing material up to that, yeah. mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, everything you can you can catch some other stuff and you'll see some other stuff in the game. Yeah. And this gen, it was like, oh, these guys are hanging out with Charizard. They must be real Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly it. I mean, oh, this <laughs> must be Pokemon because there's things that I recognize. I, I think ever since Gen 6, like um, like I can say a lot of things about that period that have been bad for the franchise as a whole. But I think since Gen 6. Um, the good thing that they've done is just added fewer Pokemon per game. I'll be completely yep. honest. I I think if you only add like 80-ish, 70 to 80 Pokemon per game, you're mm-hmm. fine. Because then those 70 to 80 are probably are probably slam dunks. Yeah. Looking at that you plus Lin Minum. Well, that was a Gen 5 problem. You added so yeah. many that like you had some great hits. Like you got like Hy- Hydragon or Volcarona, but then you got the pans. Yeah. And then some other garbage like that. Yeah, exactly. You're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. So... So I can understand that. So let's move on to the next piece of news, though, before yeah, yeah, we yeah. before we destroy yeah. our lives. Um, this is already a long segment. So <laughs> <laughs> I told Thash before we even started recording this week it was going to be a huge segment. And this is even in talking about like obviously the biggest piece. We're not of even talking about DLC. Yeah, we're not even talking about DLC today. Um, so episode five of Twilight Wing Twilight Wings came out this week, and it focuses on Vice President Oleana. I can't remember what she's vice. I can't remember the company's name. I tell Thatch every time we talk about it. I can't remember the company's name. Microcosmos. Macro, okay, Macrocosmos. Macro, 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 yeah, that's Macrocosmos. Right. So that's what she's vice president of. Um, but it was kind of a cool episode. It was I like that one. Seeing a horror, 
Yeah, it was I neat like seeing a bit of focus on her, and she's not like this crazy villain because she doesn't have that mm-hmm. much dialogue in the story. So to have her kind of like be the uh, like a former scientist and like yeah, yeah. It, it was really cool. I liked it a lot. And mm-hmm. then in the anime news, Pokemon anime is resuming after that hiatus um, as a result of COVID. So it's starting back up tomorrow, June seventh, mm. with new episode, and we're still expected to get the first batch. I think twelve episodes on Netflix later this month. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. kind it's, of getting it, back it on track out, now. I think it's like this week. I think it drops on Friday. I was trying to find the date. I couldn't find the date. It drops on the twelfth. It drops on the twelfth. Yeah. yeah. So get it, excited. I'm very excited for that. We should do a watch party. <laughs> uh, watch Thatch's <laughs> Netflix account. You know, it's like it's like a really bad ex girlfriend that just like holds on to your Netflix password. <laughs> but it's just the Puckle community, and we're watching Pokemon. <laughs> uh, so Pokemon shirts is uh, releasing a customizable polo shirt designed for the Kanto Pokemon. Um, So you can, like, get buttons on them that are, like, Pokeballs, Great Balls, and Ultra Balls. Uh, The pocket is the color of, like, the standard design that you would typically get for these shirts. And you can get them white, black, navy, blue, yellow, or pink. Um, I would like to say that the polo shirt is the inferior shirt. (laughs) To the Hawaiian? To the Hawaiian shirt. The Hawaiian shirt's the king of all shirts. Um, Especially in, like, hotter climates. Like it's uh, it's great the Hawaiian shirts the Hawaiian shirts where it's at but if you want to go get Pokemon shirts over there I think the Cerebi code still works too yep it does. for free shipping. free shipping yeah like uh, they are expensive shirts but honestly I like I got mine finally um I know the people on stream can see but I know that uh, the people at home who are listening to this on Monday can't see but I'm wearing mine and it's actually super comfortable like it it feels like a one hundred dollar shirt if I could say it any other way <laughs> like Is this the Totodile one yeah it's the Totodile one okay. Um, it, the Beach Boys Totodile one. <laughs> um, it is, yeah, it's great. I, I mean, it's very, they're very comfortable. Like, I, I will say, like, $100 well spent. Um, I might look into getting another one of like a different design, obviously. Not like, I don't need like a closet full of Totodile Hawaiian shirts, but maybe I do. I don't know. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on though, Sigma, tell us more about these mystery gift things that are happening. Yep, yep. Galarian Corsola is now here because Ponyta's gone. It's nice because it is an ability, so yeah. there's that. And with it, you can also get a set of evolution items, including the Sweet Apple, Tart Apple, Chipped Pot, Cracked Pot, Whipped Dream, and Sachet. I didn't know until like a couple weeks ago when Scrawn was on the episode that that's how you pronounce Sachet, or that's how Sachet is spelled. I always just like, it's a Sachet. Yeah, good um, old Sachet. It's a good old Sachet. I thought it was Satchel for the longest time. I wasn't reading it right. Sachet makes way more sense. Like, it makes mo- way yeah. more sense with the French Pokemon. Oh, yeah. But, like, <laughs> I, I know that's how you say Sachet. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Thursday, Galarian Meowth starts. You get a bunch of big nuggets and XP candy larges. So Yeah. And they did announce an end date for him. Uh, they clarified this yeah, week. Yeah, that's a week. Who would have thought? No, it's mm-hmm. four days. It's four days. Oh, only four days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's why it's worth mentioning. Because it's, yeah, it's like so it's going to go right time. up to yeah, it's going to go right up to the June seventeenth, and he's got the best reward, so you got to make sure you cash in on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. get I'm, that XP candy. Mm-hmm. XP candy's always. Good. I'm very excited for this though. This is very very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, so my so many battles. Okay, go. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the much detail. Don't go into the nitty gritty. No, other than that, Pokemon Players Cup. So that tournament that they announced um, in like response to. Um, Everything else being canceled, they're going to try to do a tournament over the summer. So that's been announced for a schedule that's going to be in June, July, and August. And mm-hmm. it has TCG, um, VGC, and 
pocket just because why yeah, not? We're like the next three weeks. <laughs> next week, so, DCG, or this, I guess this week at this point is DCG. Next week, yeah, DCG, yeah. Week after Spokane, mm-hmm. and then the week after is yeah. So and that that runs pretty much all through summer. There's different events going on. So there's a schedule online. I think they're streaming it as well. So just make sure if you're participating or interested in watching that you check in with that schedule. Mm-hmm. So uh, Pokemon Go News, I did talk about this a little bit in the intro, but the Throwback Ch- 2020 Championship is now active. So you can also buy the ticket and get two. It's just the same thing twice. Uh, but you get candy instead of two encounters for a Galarian. Um, those that completed all four weeks will be given it for free, and then you can also buy it. It does not expire after a week, though, because this is not, um, I don't know what they called it the first time, timed research, I guess. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's not timed research, but it's uh, special research. And you can buy the $8 ticket if you haven't completed the other ones, and you can get all of the same rewards. It's just the other people will get double everything but the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And so those that did not complete, complete it or would just like extra candies, you can buy, you can buy that pass. Um, and then from uh, June 3rd to June 8th, Unovan Pokemon and Galarian Stunfisk are in wild spawns, which is really cool. My wife was telling me that she caught, like, Galarian Stunfisk. She just, like, went out and did it. I, I had one of those spawn in the house. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. and there, there's increased raids and wild spawn rates. I'm really upset. There's no spawns in my house. They're, like, all across the street, and it's just out of my range. Oh. It's just, like, literally, you walk outside, and you, like, walk on the sidewalk, and it's just like, oh, there's a Pokemon. Yeah, you probably moved, like, either really close to, like, the last update where they changed where everything was Yeah, it was very upsetting. It was very upsetting. Galarian, Meow, Zigzagoon, and Darumaka can also be hatched out of 7k eggs, and Berserker and Opsigoon can be obtained in-game, which is really cool and really crazy. Mm-hmm. And these are going to be in eggs after June 8th as well, alongside Alola Forms, which is very cool as well. Um, more Pokemon Go stuff, though. <laughs> There's yeah. so much. So they, like we also alluded to during the intro segment, uh, the raid invite feature allows you to invite up to five friends to challenge a raid perfect regardless of your friend's location and they do not need a remote raid pass so like you don't need a raid pass or like do you just not you need a raid pass you need a regular raid pass that's fine i'm really okay with that like i'm really okay with that though well because it's nice because there's um those are events every week like this the raid hours like there's whatever the special one is so theoretically we could now be hosting like an hour where somebody's going to go to those and then they can invite people and we can actually have a whole little event going on. Honestly, like I know I'm typically all about the community, but I'm really okay if it's just like me, Sigma and a couple other people. (laughs) (laughs) I I look forward to catching legendaries. Yeah, no, I like now I can catch legendaries. Like I'm, I'm very happy about this. Like this lowered the bar because this is good news. I I because as I constantly say, my friend circle is full. Okay. I can't go make more Pokemon Go friends. Like, I don't need the local Pokemon Go friends. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm very excited. Last couple of, yeah, last couple yeah. of pieces of news and we can move on. Uh, so Go Battle League is now in the Ultra League until June Sad. 22nd. So make sure you have your Ultra League Pokemon ready to roll. I think we mentioned this last week, but Trapinch is the breakthrough research. I, I'm pretty sure we talked about that, which is okay. You know, it, it invites new players to be able to get some of the things veterans already have. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, this next weekend, so June 12th through June 15th, there is a special Latios and Latios, uh, weekend raid event. Yeah. And you can get their shiny form. So maybe we can put that new feature to use next weekend. That would be it's really out. cool. I'd be really into that next weekend. Yeah. I'd be really, really into that. Uh, so yeah, that's it for the news this week. There's not much puckle news because if we talked about the stream that's going on right now, it's too late for you listening at home. But, uh, <laughs> 
So, uh, but yeah, there's not much else going on in Puckle. Oh, the one thing that is going on that I wanted to say. So this week we had to we pushed a lot of the stuff back that Puckle was going to announce due to this stream. And so typically on the first Friday, I've been trying to do a Puckle community day where anybody can come and use the bot. It is on like a super slow mode, so you can't just sit there and like spam it. Um, but you can come over to the Puckle Discord this Friday, June uh, 12th. That's it. From around 5 p.m. to 10, 10 p.m. Eastern. And you can go ahead and use the breeder bot. Uh, it's going to be open for everybody. Um, like I said, though, it's going to be on slow mode probably like once every 30 minutes. So please make sure that your syntax is correct or you will lose your turn. That is that is the way I'll put it. Uh, but it's a great way if you want to try it out and just play around with it. I just like giving it out to people and just giving them a chance to use it as well. So on that note, I think that's a good place to end the news. So we are going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, or we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. That means they don't get to use the internet. There are a few things, though, that they do get to do. Um, they get to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that come to us from our Discord. Our Discord. Discord. The Discord channel. Nowhere else. See how I said Discord three times and I didn't say Discord iTunes reviews and emails? I didn't. Just Discord. So that's where all the trivia questions come from. And... <laughs> You get to go ahead and submit those there. For each question they get right, they get a point. There is one question that will have a bonus point inserted into it, so they can possibly get six or seven points, depending on how well they do. If they do have a hint that they can cash in for an extra point if they don't use it and get all the questions correct, so they get a maximum possible total of seven. They are in a race with their fellow co-host to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. They have a Lapras pool float now. Just yeah, that's above the price that is above the price line, but like I'm just saying, maybe that's. I mean, like there's one. a thwacky plush. Uh, like. There is a thwacky plush. Thwacky <laughs> plush. There is a thwacky <laughs> plush. Um, and then uh, you, the fans, if you actually get your question read on the show, you are entered into a raffle once we hit 30 points to get $20 credit to AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all anime-related thingamajigs. So on that note, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Right? Are we happy with that? Yeah, let's jump into sure. it. Yeah. Uh, our first question is going to be from the egotistical elect kid. Which generation three Pokemon was the first event Pokemon to be distributed in a cherish ball? This is a stupid question. Why did I let you do this, Ruby? Uh, you can ask the other one. It's, it's, I could. it's too yeah. late. It's too late. It's too late. I asked this question. This is a distribution we probably never got. I don't I don't think we did. I, I wouldn't be able to answer this question. I will be 100% honest with you. Well, that's cool feeling good about that i'll give you the free hint if you want a free hint sure uh i'll give you a free hint. yeah i'll give you a free hint this pokemon is a regional in pokemon go okay um so there's illibis volbeat uh what else is regional um i don't know there's muscle and minine count anymore no i don't think i've got both of them so i I can't imagine they're relicant probably not Ooh, it could be relicant weirdly uh I wouldn't say no to Relicanth. He's kind of hard to get. In the- Tropius. Oh. Tropius is at least a cool Pokemon, unlike Relicanth. I could f- see it being either of those. I really, I'm really torn. Um, part of me 
thinks Relicanth because you need him for getting the Regis, but I don't know. They're kind of both difficult to get. I'll defer to you because I genuinely have no idea. Um, I I feel like there's another regional we're forgetting. Uh, That's four regionals. Isn't that how many there are? Because there's Elamize Volbeat, Relicanth, Tropius. I feel like there's another one somewhere like right in the middle. Hmm. Wait, are Zigzagoon Viper regional? Uh, so Viper and Zangoose are, yeah. Zangoose, that's what I meant, yeah. But I they're feel like it's not hemisphere. part of the duo, though. Yeah. I can't think of what it is. I'm trying. Uh, I, I, hmm. You know what? Let's say... Let's go with Relicanth, just because of the Regis. All right. So Relicanth is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Tropius. Dang, you shouldn't have listened obviously, to me. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, Tropius was, was the first the Gen 3 Pokemon. Pokemon to be given away in a Cherish Ball. All right, our next question is going to be from from Farmer Fox. I don't like your voice in this already. I, I didn't like that. <laughs> this question was here last week, and I didn't ask it for a reason. So uh, which Pokemon that can learn Quick Attack has the lowest speed stat? I will give you the free hint that it is a Generation 3 Pokemon, and it oh might God. be very easy to get in Pokemon Go right now. So if you do stuff for seven days in a row. Um... So, oh, Trapinch, 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 Trapinch. You know, He's got a no, 10. Is it Trapinch or is it... Trapinch has got like a 10. But does it learn quick attack? I, I'm i just based off Thatch's nice hints because... Tr- okay. Because sure. what, what is it? Doesn't uh, Vibrava have like a 70? Like it's not terrible. I, I guess. Because I, Ziggs yeah. would have a lower than a 70. Maybe it's an egg move for Trapinch. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. Trapinch. Trapinch is the correct answer. With yeah. a base speed of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not fast. It's, it's not, not fast. fast. It's it's not at all. Uh, their next question, as always, is your Pokedex entry. Uh, so your Pokedex entry this week is uh, from Chief. Just Chief. How you doing, Chief? Chief? Come on, Chief. Let's go. Uh, all right. It's Ultra Moon Pokedex entry reads, It can predict the weather from moisture levels and wind direction. It only reveals itself when there are a few clear days in a row. Who is this Pokemon? Hmm. Interesting. What, would it? Can you read it one more time? Yes. Uh, the Ultra Moon Pokedex entry reads: It can predict the weather from moisture levels and wind direction. It only reveals itself when there are a few clear days in a row. Who is this Pokemon? It wouldn't be something like Politoed, would it? Mm. I'm trying to think of an aquatic or like a bird kind of thing. I was wondering if, it, if maybe it was like a. No, I don't think it would be Flabebe. Also trying to remember who's in the Gen Seven or in Ultra Moon. Um, yeah, because Flabebe was added in Ultra Moon. I'll defer. I'll definitely defer to you because you went with the last <laughs> one. That was wrong. No, no, so, I, I am awful <laughs> at Pokedex questions. So I'm almost one. I feel like we should save our hint for the next one. Still, yeah, uh, where we can get your points back. I'd be okay with Politoed. Like, I don't know any of his Pokedex entries, so I, I could be entirely wrong on where his Pokedex entries are. Generally, okay. This isn't my strong point. <laughs> I'm going to need an answer, guys. Your call. I, I guess we can throw it on Politoed. All right. <laughs> Politoed is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Ribombi. Ah, of course. Of course, Ribombi, the Pokemon known for detecting things with moisture. Uh, all right. So because you guys are behind by two points, this next question is going to be one with multiple answers. This is going to be from Oof the Quagman. I love that name. 
what moves are tied for the lowest accuracy without one hit KO moves? Um, um, and there's one, two, three, four answers. So for every answer, you get a point up to three points. Okay. So is it like Inferno and Zap Cannon? I think those are like 50 accuracy. Yeah, those are definitely. Um, there's another one. Oh, God. Those are what correct. Those are both correct. That's two points. Isn't Dynamic Crunch 50 or is that 75? Uh, it might be 50. It has the same kind of effect, so sure. Uh, okay. I, I feel like there's an, there's got to be a... How many are there? Four? Well, there are four or five. Thatch, sorry. Uh, there's four. Four? I only okay. need three. Three that gives you three points. So you have Zap Cannon and Inferno already. I just need one more. Do we get a number of them wrong? How many can we get wrong? Uh, you can Two, get three. one wrong. <laughs> So one and done? Yeah. One, well, no, no. You can get one wrong and then you can get one more get. You get two wrong. You can get okay. Two wrong. That's what I meant. Okay. You get you get one. Okay. So what, what's your next answer? Are we going to go with dynamic punch? I guess so, yeah. Dynamic punch is correct. That is three. Okay. So that is three points for you guys. Uh, the other one is dark void because dark void got reduced. Oh, yeah. They lowered the accuracy. They because lowered. it was stupid. That's why. That's honestly What was why. it before? Like 85? It was like 80% like accuracy. And like the problem was like it's, you know, it's <laughs> everything. It's could duels, be it's got a higher accuracy than hypnosis, and it can hit two Pokemon at once. Like grass muscles a fifty-five. Yeah, that only hits one. Yeah, <laughs> thing like, might be a fifty-five too. Yeah, Dark Void was stupid, and that's why Smeargle Smeargle was cancer in VGC and Gen Six. Like it was just yeah. cancer. So uh, I'm very happy they fixed that problem. Yes. All right. So uh, that gives you guys three points. So you're four for four now. Look at that. We're back. Yay. We're back. All right. So your last question, as always, is a base deck question. And we need to know, this is from Liger, what poison type Pokemon has the lowest special attack of all poison type Pokemon? All right. What physical? All right. This we is, can catch this is a hint, right? This is, this, you can, uh, yeah, I guess if you don't, yeah, you didn't use it, right? Yeah. Might as well just throw it out now since we can't cash it in. It's a mega. It's a mega. Beedrill. 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 It's definitely Beedrill because that line has the lowest. Yeah, um, I think they took it down to like 15 or 10 or something. Yeah. That, that line is messed up for poison types. It's got like three different stats during that evolution line that are the lowest of something. I think it's attack, it's speed, and it's special attack are all the lowest at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's, that's a weird, very like funky line. So it's definitely Beedrill. Yeah. Beedrill is correct. Um, with a base with a base special attack of fifteen, the next lowest poison type Pokemon, uh, believe it or not, is Weedle with a special attack of twenty, <laughs> and then after that, Kakuna with a uh, special attack of twenty five. So, I like it. So there you go. So that's five points for you guys today. Um, I Ooh. know the chat is mad at me, but that's okay. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and oh my gosh. Um, Okay, so this just change up the standings. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna change this. We're gonna sort column. Uh, so in first place we have P. McGee with sixteen points. Woo! In second place we have we have a three way tie between Sublime, Whimsicott, and Sigma with eleven points. Yeah. We have uh, Seth Vilo in fifth place with ten points. Jushiro in sixth place with six points. Linian, Scrawn, and Doctor Shamu all tied for seventh with five points. And Basket has yet to get on the board. I like how Shamu's on the board, but he hasn't been on yet. He has well because Claude donated the points. <laughs> I <That's> know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna cut it there, and we're gonna take a short break and be right back at you with the topic. And we have another iTunes review for you guys this week. This week we have it from Dewat King. He leaves us a podcast review. This is a podcast review. You can read it. Good podcast. 
Well, thank you for that, Dewat King. You too can have your iTunes review read on the show. Just go ahead and leave the review on the show, and maybe we'll read it. But let's kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is all of the news from the Isle of Armor DLC we got this week. It's super exciting. I'm very excited. There's a lot of cool stuff here. Uh, it just proves a lot of the rumors that were floating around prior to the release as well. I think one the biggest one was uh, like one of the big leaks. A Drive covered it a few weeks ago. Ugh. Was that okay? Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> that's fair. Um, is is that he that Galarian Slowbro was going to be a ghost psychic type and it was going to have like Corsola uh, Galarian Corsola on its arms or something instead, uh, which is huh. all right. I mean, it, thankfully that's not the case. I love that. I mean, I love that we got Mega Man Slowbro. Um, I, I really love it. I love the poison psychic. I thought that was the way they were going with it. Honestly, just because of the way they they like colored it. I don't know. Yeah, if that, the coloring is one of the coloring of just like the slow the slow poke in general. I was just like, oh, it's going to be a poison type. That's going to be really cool. Uh, and I was just like, I hope that's really I hope that's what happens because poison psychic. Like, that's a cool type combo. I don't I think this is the first, right? I don't think it's another poison. first. Yeah. Yeah. So this is really cool. And so it gets quick draw. And shell sidearm as a, a quick draws an ability, which is just quick claw, right? It's just quick claws an yeah. ability. And I don't think we know for sure yet. That's what the description sounded okay. like. And then it gets shell sidearm, which is a really cool move in and of itself, which is a poison type attack that does damage either based on your physical or special stat, depending on which one's going to do more damage to the opponent. And can poison, I believe. And can poison, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a cool yeah. move. And I mean, poison's a bad type. Well, bad. It's a bad type in quotes. So it's really cool to see them get something j- as awesome as that. I'm really curious what his stat distribution is going to be. They've been really be good. Workable. They've been really good with regional forms of not tampering too hard with the with the stat spreads. I think they usually they'll flip around like one or two stats, and that's yeah. about it. And so like we know what Slowbro is, and if Slowbro does that, that's fine. I would also like to see if Galarian Slowbro still holds on to Regenerator. That's the big thing. If it holds on to Regenerator, nice. I think I think this thing's solid. I, I mean, yeah. it, it'll be great. I mean, I'm happy to just get regular Slowbro back as well. <laughs> I, I want the regular Slowbro back. Um, we also got Galarian Articuno, which is Psychic and fighting, Flying uh, with, com- with the competitive ability with the Freezing Glare attack, which is like a Psychic type move that can freeze. Yep. Which is crazy. Um, Galarian Zapdos Fighting Flying with Defiant ability and Thunderous Kick. Which is, is Thunderous Kick a uh, thing? It lowers the defense. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm going to ask you guys for details on that. Yeah. Um, and then Galarian Moltres Dark Flying with Berserk, which is really cool. And yeah, Fiery Wrath. Yeah, everyone forgets Berserk is an ability. Because it's on Drampa and nothing else. And he can't use it. He can't use it that well. No, he no. can't. <laughs> if you're Not running at Drampa, all. you're probably running Cloud9. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just such a it's such a pain in the butt. And Fiery Wrath is nice because it flinches. Yeah. It's- that's yeah, it is. Bad. It really is. A flinching um, fire move. Or a flinching dark move? I guess like it's not that exciting. Dark Pulse exists, which mm-hmm. also does that. So maybe it has a higher chance. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. I, I think it's also really cool. They they added two new Regis. These aren't regional Regis, which people thought for some reason. I, they, I mean, they look like new Pokemon. You have Reggie Alecki, the electric type Pokemon with the transistor ability and Thunder Cage attack. Which is, sounds like Fire Spin. It's just Fire Spin, but electric from what, I, what it sounds like. Um, and then Reggie Drago, the dragon type Reggie with Dragon's Maw ability and Dragon Energy attack, uh, which or, sounds a lot like uh, Water Spout or Eruption. yeah for Dragon. Uh, and it's also Charizard number five. Charizard five. It's Charizard five. They did it. They found a way to do it, guys. What what yeah. a, what a world we live in. They found a way to make Charizard number five a thing. Yep. 
And did you mention that this is coming out June 17th? I don't know. This, oh, no, we didn't. We didn't, actually. This is coming out June 17th, <laughs> by the way, guys. This is like two weeks away. I'm really excited. I'm, I think not these th- legendaries, though. N- no, no, not these Just legendaries. Just slow, bro. Just slow, bro. Yeah, I think the thing that I'm most excited about is that it's coming out on a Wednesday. <laughs> I don't like I'm really excited about that because then I can just go stream it and I don't have any problems. It's also the like right before Father's Day. So like maybe I want to go do something with my dad, you know, and not make content. (laughs) But it's uh, it's really cool that like the week of I can go I can go do that and make some content. I mean, maybe it's Wednesday or maybe it's like zero's UTC, which means it's Tuesday night for us. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh, that could be exciting. Uh, So. They also started putting together a list of Pokemon because we got new Pokemon confirmed for Isle of Armor as well in the trailer. Like Starmie, I think, is one of them. Like the Starmie line. Yeah, um, I think I, I counted and they're only at 57, which is very exciting to me. Ooh, that's quite a few to be seen still. Yeah. So they said they say there's going to be over 100. So I'm assuming like maybe like 107 ish, you know, I'm, not, I'm mm-hmm. like I'm like 100 plus whatever extras we feel like, you know? Yeah. And I know Sigma Sigma tells me this all the time. He's like, I'm excited to see which ones aren't in the decks. <laughs> yeah. Like, what other starters and mythicals are we going to add to the back? You you keep giving me such hope, Sigma, that when it comes out and there's nothing there, I'm gonna be disappointed. And I'm upset they, by they that. They set a precedent. Like, I wouldn't mind if the starters were in the actual decks. I just don't expect them to be in the decks. No, I don't either. Um well I think I honestly think they're gonna put Squirtle and Bulbasaur in it. Squirtle and Bulbasaur, maybe the Alolans. I think they're going to put Squirtle and Bulbasaur in there. Um, the, well, the Alolans are kind of already in the decks, aren't they? Because they're they're forms, so they're just a form. No, no, I mean like the Alolan starters. Oh, 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 okay. I thought you meant like Alolan forms, like Alolan Meowth and no, stuff no. like that. Okay, Alolan never mind. We had, we had a miscommunication there. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see something like – I think that's what they're going to do, honestly. I think they're going to do something like that. Let's see. So there's also uh, – a new uh new gmax moves uh were announced uh venusaur with gmax vine lash uh which is just gmax charizard and then same with blastoise with gmax gmax cannonade which is just the water type charizard attack i'm okay that they're all getting the exact same thing because the thing that i hate the most the thing that i hated the most out of gen 6 was that charizard got two and nobody else did (laughs) <laughs> no, that's stupid that's really stupid like why like that's just blatant favoritism and like, they made two really good charizards and they made yeah they yeah. made two and then blastoise Both is stuck being useful. blastoise like they, at least venusaur's one form could hold on it had an arm cannon i mean design wise mega blastoise was really cool okay yeah and but otherwise no yeah <laughs> uh urshifu apparently is stupid uh with his gmax moves as well i remember this I, I remember reading this and i'm like that's cool so they broke the game and so it's a uh, gmax one blow it hits through protect and max guard um or gmax rapid flow which also hits through protect and max guard <laughs> yep and his new ability lets yep. him hit through as long as it's a, a fit, yeah. or contact attack can go through protect, protect. or max yeah. guard this is fine this is fine whatever he's balanced <laughs> it's fine fine whatever well and he's and they said i think right off the bat when he's released he's gonna be available online to play like online with yeah i thought i thought i remember hearing that from the first announcement they said that. use it in the turn like use it online yeah they yeah. said use it online so i don't know if that's the same i'm, I don't I'm know. expecting it to be released probably july probably july yeah, yeah i mean that's that's reasonable so let me take a look here. Yeah, so that, that covers pretty much that. Uh, we do have new tutor moves. Um, to So apparently this was surprising to people that like we didn't get like general tutors back. Um, I'm okay with not having I that. I mean, TRs have, exist. TRs yeah. are essentially tutors. 
they gave all the good moves. moves. Yeah, they gave all the tutor moves TRs. Like, that's fine. It would be cool if we got new TRs. I wouldn't be surprised if we got new TRs. Like, if that happened, yeah, that'd be fine. more or something. Like, I wouldn't sure. be surprised if that happened, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen. Yeah. But, like, the things that don't have TRs right now, we don't need them to have TRs. Like, we don't need everything getting toxic, and we don't need everything. No, getting, no, 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 um, no, 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 no. We don't need everything getting knockoff I, either. I, I think, I think everybody's kind of hoping that we get back to some kind of version of what Pokemon used to be, and I think that's that's well gone. That's well gone. Like, it's not yeah. going to be like, hey, if it could learn it in the past, it can learn it now. Except for, like, soft boil Clefable. Like, that was the one that they were you just see? like, no, no, keep that in the past. We'll <laughs> get the teleport TR. It'll uh, be yeah, what? Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's um, fine. It's fine. But, I mean, we get Burning Jealousy, which uh, hits both opponents and can burn if the stats were already boosted that turn. Uh, and, I mean, that's decent for VGC. Um, yeah. And it's confirmed it's to be in Chandelure, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Um, yep. Grassy Glide move is given priority if the current terrain is grass. Rillaboom was shown using it. We don't know if it's physical. I mean, we could be disappointed that it's special. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. I'm hoping. I'm hoping not. It seems like it's like Grassy Glide. Seems like you're Pokemon. Like smacking it Pokemon something. has done things like this before, though. Like it's I like, know. It's, I know. Like I, when when we learned about like the pledge moves, like we got really excited about them back in Gen Five, mm-hmm. and and those are like obviously a disappointment. Yes. They at least buffed them back in what Gen Six or something. Yeah, they did, but they're still bad. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> And also worth mentioning with the tutor moves is they require the Armorite ore, in case people mm-hmm. were wondering what that was for. It's not for some weird like armor evolution thing that's been going on for like two years now, people have been thinking about. It's just yeah, Seth. You, it's just an item you get from max raid battles, and that's what you cash in for the tutoring. Yes, Seth. Very simple. God. We have armored Zashin and armored Zamazenta. <laughs> that's honestly that's honestly the best place it could go. Um yeah, this this also indicates that pretty much everything we data mined in home is real. Mm-hmm. New features and Sigma's favorite is that Max Soup is going to be a thing. It, it's a it's an item that you can give to Pokemon to allow them to become Gigantamax versions of themselves. Yep. Which apparently you get ingredients by doing raid battles. So cool. yeah, I I'm also very upset that this is something we had to wait for the DLC for. Yeah, um, this should that that should have been something that was included in the main game, in my opinion. Well, I guess I get the appeal because it made the max like the cycle of max raid battles more exciting when new things were coming in as features. Yeah, so, no, no, like, so, got so I, and all so that. I get that. I just think those are like terrible ways to do it. Like if it were me, I like like so I think I think it was a misfire uh, when they had an awesome opportunity. I think you could have done more stuff like the Mewtwo event we had for Pokemon Day. Yes, I think you'd done more stuff like that as opposed. Like I think that's more exciting than doing constant like oh G Max Charizard's popular right now raids. I, I think I think that would be way more exciting. And like you could have been trickling in new Pokemon. Like it, like we're getting a dump of like a hundred, right, with Isle of Armor, mm-hmm. and we're still missing two hundred. Like let's let's keep that on the table. Like we're still missing two hundred ish Pokemon when this is all done. Probably a little over. And they're gonna dump the two hundred. Po- so we have these other two hundred Pokemon. You could have just been like trickling them in, like one a month. You know what I mean? One or two a month. Mm-hmm. Like I I think that would have been a better cycle, in my personal opinion, than doing uh than doing G-Max Pokemon. And I think G-Max would have had more of an appeal if you could have taken a Pokemon that you trained throughout your journey, like in November, yeah. while you were doing it, and then, oh, now they can become their G-Max form. I mean... I think that would have just way more... I think that would just have way more uh, impact. G-Max felt poorly implemented anyway, which is unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you get a 1.5% chance that this rare den happens to get this D max it's like <laughs> yeah that's what we're gonna do here that seems awful 
<laughs> I absolutely <laughs> how agree. You, how do you do this for a competitive game? That's awful. Mm-hmm. I, but they I fixed it. Absolutely agree. I, I think yeah, I, I, G-Max was just a massive misfire. It, it was and a massive half misfire. the moves aren't even worth running over like the regular Dynamax move. Yeah. 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 There's like three that are worth running. I mean, and, like Lapras obviously being the biggest. Yeah, Lapras, Charizard. I just think that's really cool for Dynamax, though, to be like, hey, Dynamax is probably better than G-Max. So everybody's like semi on an even playing field. Like, I wouldn't say Gigantamax Pokemon are better than Dynamax Pokemon, like, which I is kind of cool. Bad. Yeah. Real bad for uh, Dragon Tower. <laughs> like, you don't even get a spite. You get half a spite. Yep. For your Instead of lowering yep. attack, which is <laughs> <always> good. <laughs> yep. Poor Duraladon. Oh, all right. But uh, so we also get the Cramoratic, which allows you to combine up to four items to make a new item. I don't um, know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Uh, but I don't know if it's new items or like you can put a couple things together uh, and then somehow you got yourself a Toxic Orb. I, yeah. I a toxic and Flame Orb would be like 100% the way to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the Galarian Star Tournament. Uh, uh, that's for Crown Tundra. That's so for Crown weird. Tundra, not for Isle of Armor, mm. but yeah, that's going to be in there. So it's pretty much like, hey, remember how we used to put things in there that were fun? The, here's something. Yeah, you can have it a year after the game came out. <laughs> it's not even that exciting. I know it's not no. right. Like if they were like, if they were honestly, if they were just like, hey, you can go to the Emerald Battle Frontier. I think I would be more hyped than this. <laughs> I'd be so hyped. Hey, look, this is essentially the Pokemon World Tournament coming. Back. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of what it, it's like the worst version of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, instead you just battle people from Galar that you've already battled. Yeah. I, I, they have such like a wealth of characters that they could like really lean into. I would say in terms of just like Pokemon models that we've had in previous games, like they've brought back like past characters. And I feel like we really haven't had that happen at all mm-hmm. in Sword and Shield, which is kind of weird. Like we even had like Grimsley cameo in Alola. Like what's up with that? That was um, weird. That was I mean, really we weird. We also have the precedent that, like, legendaries are fine to have on trainers now. Yeah. Like, you could actually have N show up with his Brusher Ram or yeah. something. That'd yeah, be cool. Who cares? That would, that would absolutely be cool. But, I mean, th- I mean, this this is all really cool. Like, I'm I'm very happy with it. The one thing I was really disappointed we didn't hear about, and this is just me being me, um, we didn't hear about Apricorn Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be the most hyped person in the world if they would just be like, yeah, Apricorn Balls are coming back, and this is how you get them. And it'd be like, you just made my day, TPCI. Like, that's my, you just made Thatch's day. I was shocked to see how much Crown Tundra they put into this trailer. Though. Yeah, they yeah, put a lot I in. was surprised. I That seems pro- – I wonder if they did that on purpose to an extent. Just to be like, look, guys, it's still on time. It's still, like, coming. Maybe. I, I, I don't know be. if that's what it is. Like with, and, and obviously because we've had, like, we've had the issues with the quarantines that have been going on and stuff like that. Like, I, I think that might be what's happening. Is they're just like, hey, look, it's still on time. It's still it's still rolling out. To be fair, also, Nintendo's at their investors thing said all of their DLC was still on time back in April. Yeah. It seems like they wanted to showcase, too, that we were getting, like, interesting post-game features, just not mostly with Isle of Armor. Isle of Armor is kind of like an extension, new areas to raid yeah, and all that. I, but in terms of, like, because the yeah. Crown Tundra, I don't think you mentioned it, also has the Dynamax Adventure thing, too, where you can, mm-hmm. like, go with buddies and go do, like, these, like, special raids together. And you kind of wander around as a group. I'm okay so with that. that. I don't think it's exciting. I'll be no. I don't think it's it. exciting, but like th- those are like they're not adding like a lot of new yeah. Features well, they're, they're trying. I think they're really trying to sell. I think they're really trying to sell Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor as the package deal. Yeah, and, and because they, I mean you can't buy them separately even anyway. So no, I, I think they're trying to sell it as that, and like this is like the one Pokemon DLC they're selling. 
And I, because I wouldn't be surprised if something similar happened like after Crown Tundra. Like they're just like, mm-hmm. hey, here's another DLC a month later that's, that we're working on that comes out on Pokemon Day for the 25th anniversary and you get to see red and you have a good time. Yeah, the Galarian Star Tournament. TPCI, I know you're not in chat right now on like the stream, but like when you listen to this on Monday, remember, <laughs> like, these, yeah. are, these are free. These are free. Okay. So something I did like about this trailer, though, is that looking more at the routes, they look like routes. Yeah. Like the wild area format, mm-hmm. which is something that I expected in the main game that we didn't really get. Yeah. So I That's exciting. I, I, I just, just from like that, just from a lot of the cutscenes in general that they showed a vial of armor, it made me feel better. Just mm-hmm. because, like, there's just, like, normal cutscenes that you would have had in a game where it's just like, oh, hey, like, you have to do this, like, random side quest. Here's your quirky side quest where you're having dinner with this, these people now <laughs> and stuff. Like, I, I I love that because, we. I mm-hmm. mean, that's the kind of stuff we used to have in Pokemon. Like, yeah. Gen 2, you go, you have to, like, go help Kurt go down Slowpoke well. We had to do any of that. I, I miss that in Sword and Shield. Like, I miss being able to have, like, those quirky side quests where it's like, yeah, you have to do this. Yeah, the base and, game is... It felt like the wild area was developed separately from yeah. the rest of the Oh, I, I absolutely agree. I think the wild area was something they thought of like, hey, what can we do with the Switch? And they put it in. And I, I honestly think, uh, I don't want to say Sword and Shield were designed for the 3DS, but I think they were designed in case they needed to go to the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Like with that in mind, mostly just because, um, I don't know if it's just like a Mori style or whatnot, but if you look at like where you go in Sword and Shield, I mean, it's four islands. It's four yeah. islands all connected by trains. Just like we had yeah. the four islands in Alola that were connected by boats. It doesn't feel like one cohesive region. It, it's sometimes. not. It's not because you go from your little starter island um, and then you hop a train and you get to the first three gyms on that island. And then you <laughs> hop a train from those and you go to the next you go to the next five gyms on the next island. And then you go to the fourth island and you go take on the champions. And that, that's really the way it felt because it's just like it's three separate loops. That's, that's essentially <laughs> what Sword and Shield are. Three and, loops and then like the champion area. Yeah, it's like oh, cool. And that, that's, that's really what it feels. It's really what it feels like, and uh, un- which is unfortunate. Like I, I felt bad that I noticed that. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think Isle of Armor is going to be great. I think it's going to because like what I really expected when they announced the wild area, I was kind of expecting us to have to like run back and forth through it to get from town to town, and that obviously wasn't the case, which was kind of a disappointment. Um, but I mean, the wild area was a cool idea and concept. It just got old. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel old. like this is more what they. Yeah, that's what, what I was expecting from like games going forward is where you combine those two elements together, like a route and wild area combined. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm really hoping. About that. And it's like, oh, nice. We don't have to wait for Gen Nine to get this. That's I, I think the biggest thing to me is like we obviously like saw a cutscene take place in the wild area, which didn't happen at all in the wild area. Like in Isle of Armor, you see, you see cutscenes, and we we had zero cutscenes in the wild in the wild area, zero, and. That's uh, I think that was the bigger deal uh, for me because yeah. like you, you have like the scene where like Slowpoke are running through mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. that's just really cool to me. Like, yeah, give it, me a little bit of story in the wild area. Give me like a little bit there. I, I don't need a lot. I don't need a lot. I just need world building. That's all I need. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm excited about with this whole um, expansion is that they don't have to play by some of the standard like stepping stones they do with Pokemon games. They don't have to lay it out in a certain story pattern. They kind of have a lot more freedom to mm-hmm. do what they want and make the story their own and don't have to abide by all the rules. So I'm hoping they have some ambition with how they're doing it. And from the trailer, it does look like they're showing some new features that they're trying yeah. out. So I'm, I'm hoping that we get more of that in this and that they continue that with crown tundra mm-hmm. because they don't have to do the, you know, all the 
all of the cliched things they like to do with Pokemon stories. They can yeah, really gym leaders. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to route it and path it and um, orient it in a certain way. They can kind of go how they want and it can wrap how it wants. And, and so I'm, I'm really excited to see how that plays out and I'm hoping mm-hmm. it's, it's good content. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I, I'm very excited for it. I, I'm, I, this just saved my faith in everything. And mm-hmm. I, I'm very, very happy about that. So on, uh, on that note though, I think it's a good place to stop. I think, I, I mean, yeah. I don't have any further ideas. Um, yeah. I, I'll have more in two weeks. So, <laughs> so thank you for that. We're going to kick it on over though, to the Pokemon of the episode. So we're going to, I think there's like a commercial here or something, right? <laughs> So we'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 815, Cinderace, the Striker Pokemon. It's skilled at both offense and defense, and it gets pumped up when cheered on. But if it starts showboating, it can put itself in a tough spot. Okay, wait. So it's the striker Pokemon, but it's good at offense and defense. It's not good at defense. No, yeah. no, no. But it's not. It's not defensively. It's not good ourselves. It's not good. <laughs> if we're talking, okay. If we're talking about soccer, though, and he's the striker Pokemon, that's stupid. Well, um, I mean, it is the shield entry, so they wanted to give him some defense. The sword yeah. one's much more aggressive. Uh, so he, I mean, he does have good stats. Otherwise, like he's got a really good. Uh, He's got a really good base attack of 116, a base speed of 119, which is really good. Um, everything else is garbage. His defenses, like Sigma said, are bad. Uh, base 75 defense, base 75 special defense, base 65 special attack because he's never going to use it. And then uh, base 80 not- HP. But he's he's got like the best ability. He does. He just got Libero, which is essentially Protean. <laughs> so any move that he uses, will become he will become that type. So he's not even a fire type anymore. He's just a Cinderace. That's what we've learned today. Um, and so we've got this team today from, uh, I guess, a guy named Messi. Is that what he calls Dragon himself? Whale. Dragon, Dragon Whale. Whale? Uh, oh, he calls the team Messi. That makes so much sense. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I Everything makes more sense to me now. He's calling the team Messi because it's just like, yeah, Messi, the soccer player. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Sigma. Introduce us to, to Cinderace. All right. So... Since its release, it has already jumped to number one in usage in Battle Stadium singles. So, <laughs> and this is, I believe, the most common set. I think it's like 60 something percent usage with Life Orb. So, we have a Cinderace with Libero and Life Orb with max attack, max speed, and a jolly nature. Our attacks are Pyro Ball, Pyro Ball because it's really good. Uh, it, I mean, Head. it is good. It is good. <laughs> Iron Head because Togekiss is everywhere. Sucker Punch because priority is very nice. And also because, uh, Dragapult is everywhere as well. And high jump kick because whew, stab high jump kick is very strong. And when you Dynamax, Max Knuckle powers up your attack stat, which makes you terrifying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, and and because he has Libero now, Sucker Punch will one hit KO Dragapult. So Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he get like bouncer or aerial ace too if he wanted to have yes. Max Stream? <laughs> yes. If you wanted to go faster. All, mm-hmm. all three starters get airstream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Because that was the thing they decided was okay. Yep. <laughs> Even Rillaboom. <laughs> oh, that's spooky, man. That is spooky, though. This all this will often be your lead in matchups. So. Yeah, I this team is literally just like smash the glass cannons 
or smash like everything. This team is just smash everything looking at it. Yeah, uh, until you get to the uh, GX well, lab. The one that we're going to let you talk about next. Like, let's get yeah. that over with and we'll talk about how we're going to smash things. Okay, so we've got G-Max Lapras with the Assault Vest item. Water absorbability because, well, we don't like water types on this team. So yeah, kind of need some protection for it. Yeah, Our EV spread's a bit... This is actually like the only non-252-252. Everything else is just maxed, yeah. <laughs> we've got 12 HP, 76 defense, 196 special attack for special defense, and 220 speed. So apparently the reasoning for that is uh, the EVs let it survive um, Darm's superpower while Dynamaxed. Um, so also two Scarf Darm power, superpowers if we set up the Veil in the first turn. And outspeed four, uh, and outspeed four speed Rotom forms. Um, yeah. And then Max Resonance is guaranteed to Oko a physical defense to Powdown. Yeah. This is a very tech Lapras here. Yes. Very tech Lapras. Anyways, our attacks are Sparkling Aria because it's a Lapras and doesn't get Scald. <laughs> it has Freeze Dry because that's like the best ice move in the game. Yeah. Sheer Cold because one hit KO moves are kind of solid when you have things that you just can't kill. Mm-hmm. And Ice Shard just to get like little KOs that you just missed out on. It's nice to get the priority too with like yeah. with mm-hmm. because like you might be something where it's just like I almost got him and it's just like yeah, I need yeah. to go first or I lose. Yeah. Yep. Kills yeah. you just nice. don't quite get. Yeah. So. That that's nice though. That's very nice. So uh the next two are literally just there to hit things hard and keep going. Togekiss, which is probably my favorite Pokemon in Gen 8 right now. With Dynamax and in BSS, it's good in BSS. It's good in doubles. It's just good. Um, it's good. And so he's holding weakness policy as a Togekiss should. Um, it's got the ability oh. Super Luck, so that you can just get more crit slash flinches. Um, well, not flinches, just just crits. I apologize. Yep. Um, two fifty two special attack, two fifty two speed, because we gotta get we gotta get the most out of that eighty base speed. And so he's got Air Slash, Dazzling Gleam, Flamethrower, and Nasty Plot. I think Nasty Plot's overkill, but honestly, looking at this team and like four of the things Dynamax uh, on the regular, I I think he needs the Nasty Plot just to get like a slight power boost. Yeah. Yeah, once you get a Nasty Plot up, once you start Oh, he's terrifying, especially if he gets hit with the weakness policy. Like, you're just done. That's plus four Togekiss. Mm -hmm. You're just, you're not having a good time. Uh, I mean, all those moves are good too. Air Slash, Dazzling Gleam, and Flamethrower. Those are all good. Um, just good Togekiss tech moves, mostly because of things like Ferrothorn and the such. Um, <laughs> Excadrill is running Focus Sash with Mold Breaker. 252 attack, 252 speed because he's an Excadrill. Jolly. And then you're going to go ahead and you're going to, he's got Earthquake, Iron Head, Swords Dance, and Horn Drill. Um, Horn Drill, mostly because there's no other move for him to know. I mean, yeah, there's uh, rock moves. But. There's like you could teach him like I, rock slide, but what are you going to hit with that right now? That you're yeah, not rock hit? tomb has well, got yeah. some decent usage. It's okay. It's not great. Um, horn drills more exciting because we're in battle spots. We're uh, battle stadium. Yes. Um, and <laughs> I mean, you get to use it. It's fun. I I have won more than my share of battles by clicking an Oko move in battle stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I am but a bisharp. But it is time for the guillotine. Uh, guillotine Bisharp is uh, is something that I have used in the past, so I'm not against the horn drill because sometimes in BSS, like if you bring the wrong thing, like it's just something that you have to do. Like you're just like 30%, let's go. And then click yep. the button. 
It's like if you are not something that is putting pressure on me, yep. there's a decent chance I will get the KO. At I might get the KO. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, McGee, take us home. Yeah. Um, so, we've got Ferrothorn, uh, the good BSS Ferrothorn set. So, he's got Leftovers, um, obviously running Iron Barbs. An impish nature with zero speed because he wants to be as slow as possible. He's not going to ever outspeed anything anyway. Uh, 252 HP, 252 defense for special defense. So he's running curse because curse makes him stronger and hit harder. And it pairs very nicely with gyro ball. So he can smack things even harder with that. Uh, bullet seed to help break through some uh, substitutes that might be around and get through some sashes if those are there too. And then leech seed to keep him healthy and alive. So he's kind of your one piece of stall on your team. Other than that, you're pretty much full aggression. And then rounding out the team, we've got High Dragon with a Choice Scarf, uh, 252 Special Attack, 252 Special Defense, 4 Special Defense, or 4 Special Defense, 252 Speed, a Timid Nature, and then a very typical Draco Meteor, Dark Pulse, Fire Blast U-Turn. He's a pretty good leadoff if you want to kind of scout out and switch him out yeah, and figure out what's on the true. field. That's probably true. Um, but he's got some he's got some good things. He can obviously get past Dracopult because he'll have speed Dracopult with the Scarf. And... Um, just do what High Dragon's been very good at doing for the past eight years. Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> no, it's been more than eight. It's been more than eight. It's been nine. It's been nine? Okay. It's been nine. Give him a I did a rough guess. It's 2011. 2011 in the U.S. 2011. In the U.S. Okay. It was 2010 in Japan. I see. Yeah. But he's been around for a while. Terrifying everybody. Is that everybody? Did we finish it all? That's everybody. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. This is a, I mean, this looks fun. Maybe we'll play with this later today. Um, it, it does look fun though. Uh, I haven't tried Libero yet, so I want, I want to try it. Uh, on that note though, yeah. Uh, if you want to try it out, the link to the team is going to be in the show notes or not in the show notes on the Discord. So go to the Discord server and you can check out the team with the rental ID and everything. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to give it a shot. I hope you are too. So on that note, uh, we were going to kick it on over to the mailbag. Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can read in emails to the show uh, at pucklepodcast.gmail.com, and we'll probably read them. Last week, uh, we gave you guys a prompt and asked you guys to send in emails uh, called uh, asking you how Pokemon has changed your life, and we got a huge response to that. So we'll have a little bit of information about that here in a moment. But as always, this segment is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 Yeah, we did it, guys. Um, all right, so uh, there are, we got like 12 emails this week. We are It is physically impossible to do 12 without Thatch dying a little bit on the inside. And so we're going to read three here, like we usually do. Um, the other eight we are going to read. But since we're doing the uh, the charity stream this week as well, we're just going to do it as part of the charity stream. Um, it will get chopped up into a video for you guys to go ahead and watch um, on the YouTube channel, um, probably on Monday as well. So if you want to see your email read live as well, uh, this would be a great way to do it. So Let's go ahead and jump into these emails. Our first one is from Bionic. Why not? Uh, give it a go. Yep. Uh, hey, Puckle people. Bionic, why not here again? This is only the second question I have responded to, but I try to put a lot of thoughtful effort into them. 
Before I answer the question, I just wanted to tell you that I think all of you in Puckle community are great people and Pokemon experts. Thank you. I enjoy your show week after week, and I love to hear your opinions on everything Pokemon, especially the conflicting ones. Maniacally laughs. Anyway, I should answer the question now. Pokemon has changed my life in a lot more ways than literally changing my brain. It inspires me. It makes me cry like when Leafeon gets beat up in competitive play or makes me laugh like when Leafeon beats something up in competitive play. It's not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> no, it's better. It's a little bit better now. I mean, there's Jolteon now. We can beat up on that. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> Jolteon's the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's even inspired me to create my own Pokemon region with over 400 Pokemon. I'm 16 and homeschooled, so I have a lot of free time. I know that feeling. Um, <laughs> it has also changed my life in more material ways, like spending over $60 trying to find Dragonite EX. Uh, no regrets. Uh, or having my sister punch me in the face for saying Sylveon isn't the best Pokemon ever. But no overall, regrets. Pokemon is a... <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> But overall, Pokemon is a huge part of my life in multiple ways and always will be. Signing off, Bionic, why not? Wait, never mind. Side note, what is a Pokemon that you wished got a regional variant? I draw them and I can make them and send them to you through email. Tell me Pokemon types you want it to be and a design aspect of it that you want. Signing off for real now, Bionic, why not? That's a um, heavy question, and I don't that's know a heavy have question. time to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I've expressed it before in emails I've sent in the past when I was just an emailer, and I always wanted like a Galarian Dugong that was like an electric ice oh, type. Yeah, I remember that one. With oh, like an like okay, elongated horn, kind of getting like a narwhal look to it. I'm but into it. There. there that, there's your answer. That was my thing. There's your answer. There's right. my answer. I hope you Gen get your narwhal. Sprite. I hope you get your narwhal. <laughs> Gen 4 sprites are awful. Give them a regional form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they needed it more than the birds. They are really bad. Uh, all right. Our next one is going to be from Haley. She like wrote like a title for this email as well. She calls it The Family, The Friend, The Future. Hey, Puckle Crew. I hope you're all doing well. When I was listening to last week's episode, I was in total agreement that this prompt would bring out some truly amazing feel-good stories, and I thought that I would share mine. I will try to make sure that this email isn't too lengthy. It is, though, but that's okay. Um, but as a lot of you, your listeners, answering this question, how has Pokemon affected my life? I could probably write a novel. Or at least a short story, which you, I think you did. <laughs> that being stated, I have laid out the biggest impact into three categories. The family, the friend, and the future. The family. Prior to Pokemon even existing, my family had a house on the Mur Muramec River, just south of St. Louis, Missouri. When the Great Flood of 1993 hit, we lost our home and everything in it. The loss of the home in October, followed by my sister being born that December, created the chaotic situation that, with a focus on necessity. The following years, my family was couch surfing wherever we could while my dad was working any job he could provide food and updated baby clothes for the newborn. We finally were able to get our own place in 1995, but all the finances were still based on rebuilding, not recreation. Looking back on it, it hit my parents harder than they let on. We had plenty of hand-me-down birthdays and Dollar Tree Christmases, and as a child, I loved all of it because I had no idea about finances, nor did I have uh, any pl did I ha place any value on the cost of enjoyment. But I remember wondering why my parents took down the decorations immediately after opening presents. Around 1998, it was around. It started becoming more stable because my dad got a job at the Wonder Bread Factory and had a good pay and great benefits. My birthday followed in June. He surprised me with a trip to Walmart, and he had me pick out a Game Boy Color and a game. 
So for my birthday, my dad gave me a green Game Boy Color, Pokemon Red, and about 100 AA batteries. That's how many you would probably need as a child, honestly. Um, while I had excitement getting playing, getting, uh, to get playing, he was probably more excited to see me play. We got back to the car and he didn't leave the Walmart parking lot. Immediately we started playing. Started out with Charmander, caught a Caterpie, and continued to battle in Viridian Forest, yelling exclamations every time I caught a new Pokemon. The loudest was when Caterpie evolved into Metapod and then into Butterfree. I was absolutely ecstatic and my feelings were matched by my dad's excitement for me. He told me years later that being able to afford that Game Boy and game was one of his prom- proudest moments as a father because it marked a shift from financial uncertainty to stability. The friend. I continued to play Pokemon games throughout the years growing up, but mostly by myself. It wasn't until I got to Mizzou where I realized my love for Pokemon is shared by other people in close proximity. My first day in the dorms, I was sitting in the common area watching TV when I overheard someone bragging about how they can speedrun Pokemon Red. Needless to say, I was doubtful at first, but we went to his room and he hooked up his N64 and started playing. Sure enough, by walking through walls and walking on water, he was able to get to Cinnabar Island in one hour. A friendship quickly blossomed and we continued to stay in contact through a share loved of music and Pokemon even after college. On one occasion, he came to visit me while I was living in an apartment, and we decided to go to karaoke. He had to dress for the occasion, so he wore his Kanto hat and had all eight Kanto gym badges and carried his Bulbasaur keychain with him on the way to the establishment. I feel like I know who this is. Um, I was going to say, I feel like Snag would do this. I think Uh, this is Bo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After an amazing night of singing and catching up, he went back to my home only to find out he lost his Bulbasaur keychain. I will never forget going back to the restaurant and following the morning and asking the staff, did you find a lost Bulbasaur last night while you were cleaning? They were so confused and my friend was devastated. We still continue to talk on a weekly basis, mostly about Pokemon. Recently, I found out that he goes by Bosephus in the Pokemon Puckle community. There it is. Okay, I was right. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I called it. I called it. Um, <laughs> the future. Almost exactly 20 years ago, 20 years from my dad buying me my first Pokemon game, my sister bought my nephew his Pokemon game. Me and him were able to play Let's Go Pikachu together. I do not necessarily enjoy the Let's Go games, but for a child, it was a great bare-bones introduction to Pokemon. The second player to help with the story allowed for, my, for his mom to play with him. The dialogue actually helped him read more consistently, aiding him doing better in school. And with the lack of abilities, breedings, and items, allowed for, the child to be, for a child to be successful in understanding basic type matchups. I was not in town during this time, but I heard how he how he was kind of getting interested into Pokemon. I moved back to St. Louis a few months before Sword and Shield dropped and purchased both copies, Sword for myself and Shield for my nephew. With the introduction to Max Raids, we were able to play together and catch Pokemon together without being in the same house. The first raid we did was, in fact, the G-Max Butterfree. I was on the phone with him when we caught it, and his level of excitement was only rivaled by one of my own, uh, rivaled by my own state of euphoria 20 years earlier when I evolved my Butterfree in that Walmart parking lot. Considering Pokemon is almost 25 years old, it has impacted three generations of my family. Through a sense of security and a sense of community, Pokemon will always remain relevant. Now that Pokemon has reached a level of being cross-generational, I am certain that it will impact more and more families. Thank you for taking the time to read this email, and shout out to Bo for being a, a kick-awesome influence for my life for the past eight years. Sending love from St. Louis, Haley. That was a good one. That was my favorite one. I, I I read through most of these for the most part, and I saw it. I did. I forgot that it was Bo. <laughs> uh, it could have been Snag. I remember him taking around his little. Uh, That's little true. That's through. true. That's true. It could have been Snag. Um, I'm like, but it sounded like Bo because like Mizzou. That sounds like Bo. Bo is also like the more likely one to do karaoke. I think but. that is that is probably also true. And also <laughs> dressing up with the eight gym badges to go out to do karaoke. <laughs> Bo just dressed I mean, like that's Bo's normal dress. 
Like he walks around. He's Ash Ketchum. Like in real life, he walks around as Ash Ketchum. I mean, Snag was super happy to wear around his lab coat. That's true. That's true. Um, (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) Uh, I think you've got another one, Sigma. Yeah, yeah. We got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call it Slev. It's Sleeve or Slevin? I don't even know. I I think it's Slev because Slevin. Sure, sure. We have sleeves, so we're going to go with Slev anyway. But hi, Puckle Crew. Slev here. Slevin, if we're being formal. Huge fan of this mailbag question, so I couldn't resist sending in a response. Pokemon's big impact on me was a strange one. I was an avid player from Gen 1 up to the end of Gen 3. But stopped playing because I went to high school, went to high school, and Pokemon wasn't cool anymore. The last big memory I have from this period was catching my very first shiny ever. It was a Manetric on Route 118 in Emerald's version, and I named him Elvis. I played through the rest of the game with this Pokemon, and he soon became my absolute favorite. Fast forward 10 years to 2016, I just finished university. And got my first real job. Used my first paycheck to get a 2DS and a copy of Omega Ruby. I played through to Route 110. Headed into the tall grass. And what do I encounter? A shiny Electrike. I felt like Elvis had been waiting for me since 2006. Elvis was, has followed me into every game i played since then. And has been integral to every team. And now is a huge reason why I'll never stop playing Pokemon again. Love the podcast. Look forward to it every week. Keep up the good work. All the best. Stay safe. Slev. Well, thanks, Slev. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, we got three. These were really good. I, I really appreciate them. Um, we're going to have probably less of a deep one for next week. <laughs> uh, next week, we're going to just ask you guys. Uh, we're going to just we just would ask you to send us emails at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, letting us know what you think of the DLC trailer, what you're most excited for. Uh, I'm very excited to see what everybody's opinion are on it because I think it was very exciting. I, I think there were a lot of things shown off and a lot of things in the press releases that we just didn't get in the trailers. So please let us know at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support the show outside of this, the Green Tauros badge, I almost forgot. Um, if you, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Haley. I, yeah, she wants well, to come that's, to, that's a hands down. If she wants to come to the Discord server, she can grab it whenever. She can match bow and color. Um, so, uh, cause Bo got it earlier this year. So yeah, if you want to come ahead and do, go ahead and do that, you're, you're more than welcome. But yes, if you want to support the show and uh, outside of this one, you could go over to, uh, patreon.com and help us out at patreon.com slash puckle podcast, but you could follow us on social media, um, over at Twitter, Facebook, and, uh, the Instagram. That's the other one. Uh, that way you can keep it up with us and know what we're doing. Um, if we decide to do a real quick turnaround charity stream (laughs) (laughs) three days before it happens, you can be there for that. Uh, you can also, you can also support us, uh, by just coming to Twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast and hanging out with us when we do stream. Uh, additionally to that, you can also, um, uh, what, what are the other things I usually say here? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm hitting a blank. But yeah, if you just support us, go to YouTube. Uh, we've been doing a lot of cool YouTube stuff. If you want to see the rest of these emails, this will be up on YouTube on Monday. Hopefully, theoretically, um, it'll be up on Monday. So you can go check out the, uh, the rest of these emails and, or, or even the fire red nuzlocke, which has just been a time and a half. Um, I really enjoy doing that. I think, uh, Whimsicott's on the roster for the next couple of them. And then we're going to switch to Seth Vilo. 
So it's going to yeah. be really cool. Exciting so, time. Yeah, I mean, some some cool stuff has happened. So uh, I hope people enjoy Things them. Things are going to die in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And we're really close to getting repartnered on YouTube. Like we're really, really close. So if you want to help support us, we'd, I'd really appreciate that. Um, in addition to that, if you um, want to support the show financially, you can, of course, go to Twitch, uh, subscribe to us with a free Twitch Prime membership or actually subscribe or give bits or whatever. Though not today. Today we are donating all of the bits to the bail, the bail project that we receive on stream. And uh, what what are the other things? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Patreon, obviously. Patreon.com slash the Puckle Podcast or Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. Links are in the description. Please don't listen to me. I'm very bad today. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> you can go to TeePublic, buy some merch over there with the link in our description. You can also go ahead and uh, um, you can also go ahead and buy some ramen <laughs> at Vite Ramen. At, use code Puckle for 10% off at checkout. Uh, for 10% off at checkout. Yes. And I think that's pretty much it. I think there's usually one more thing that I say and I forgot, but that is, that is it. Uh, we really appreciate you guys being here and here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower. I've been Trader Thatch. I've been R. Sigma. And I have been P. McGee. And it's closing time. On a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.